You're listening to Modern Multifamily, a podcast that inspires industry operators and suppliers to think bigger. My name is Mike Wolber, the Chief Revenue Officer of Rent Dynamics, and in this show, I'm sitting down with leaders across the multifamily industry to discuss topics tied to innovation, technology, and improving renter experiences. Welcome to episode six of Modern Multifamily. I had the opportunity to sit down with Mike Revito. He is the CEO over at Duello. And one of the big things that we covered was really the exciting opportunities ahead here in the smart apartment category within multifamily. It was also nice to hear about what the Duello team has been up to. And at the end, we even covered some of the exciting career opportunities that they have as they're looking to get off to 2021 with a fast start. Let's get into it. Well, Mike, thanks a ton for joining today. I'm really excited to meet with you to learn more about you personally, but also the Duello story, but I think more specifically the opportunity ahead of our industry within the broad arena of smart home technology. To kick things off, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and how you came to be the CEO at Duello. Yeah, sure. And thanks for having me, Mike. Uh, first of all, I want to want to say it's exciting to to see you wearing a Rent Dynamics hoodie uh, and having joined the team. I know I've been friends with Quincy and the guys for a long time, and I think you're a, a tremendous addition to the team over there. They got some exciting stuff going on, and you're going to take them to the next level. So for me, I, I started actually. I was in the energy efficiency space. I was um, working at a boutique consultancy, helping commercial real estate owners save energy, uh, save money on on energy across various sectors, industrial, commercial, uh, office space, et cetera, and also a little bit of multifamily. And while I was there, I started working on an IoT project that ended up spinning out. It's its own company now called Infosense. And I was leading that from a, a, a business and product perspective within this company was to measure and verify energy savings. So that gave me my first exposure to IoT, to the Internet of Things, to sensors connected to the Internet, distributed throughout a building. And I had always been entrepreneurial, <clears throat> and I wanted to do something that would be a little bit more my own. You know, I was part of a much larger organization doing that. You know, I was like business manager of this thing. I didn't, it was, it was kind of small in, in the eyes of the overall group. So I actually ended up meeting, I'm not technically a founder of, of Duello, though at this point it, it, it's so long ago, it feels like I was there at inception. As we get further away, it's like it all sort of blurs together. But so David Beanfield and Eric Wood were the founders. And I, I met David through a a mutual um, friend of ours, he had worked with him and was immediately enamored. You know, they were doing like a friends and family round. And I thought, wow, this is great. I'd been racking my brain about what sort of home automation, how could I leverage my experience to get in the game? And they had just such a great idea, which was smart apartments. It was take IoT, smart technologies, all the stuff that was sort of consumer and bring it to this ultimately mixed consumer commercial backdrop which was why something hadn't happened to date, but trends were moving in a direction, demands were moving in a direction, technology was moving in a direction where it was becoming possible to serve this apartment market with smart technology. And so I joined the team pretty early on. We were founded, Duello, the name was incorporated, I think Jan 1, 2015. I started doing nights and weekends in the March, April timeframe, and then joined the team full-time in July after Eric raised a, a nice little chunk of change from Peterson Partners in Utah. And uh, then we were off to the races and, you know, it was a couple of years in, I think it was late 2016. I was working as, you know, it was really like the three of us driving around, like doing installs and stuff. So it was a really small team, very intimate. We were all kind of doing everything. And 
they, they asked me to become CEO. So it was a weird hop, skip and a jump. I was glad to do it. I was always eager and uh, interested in, in those kinds of leadership positions. And I think I just had like the right, well-rounded background across finance and technology and, and these various other aspects of being a CEO that, that made that a fit. That's great. So, I mean, you talked about IoT, Internet of Things, uh, smart apartments, which is, I think, really the, the category that uh, you'd, you'd probably say you sit in. Am, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, we consider ourselves a smart apartment platform, which which is probably the best way to describe the category. Like you can you can be a lock company, you can be this company, but the the thing that we do and that I think most people are going to end up doing if they're doing IoT and multifamily in the long run is what I would consider a smart apartment platform, which is akin to the property management software space, like RealPage, Yardy, these guys are are platforms oriented around an accounting software, essentially <laughs> with yeah. the, the universe, a solar system of point solutions or multi-point solutions that are that are creating interesting value, but all kind of feed into this ecosystem that's centered, the, the, the sun in the center of that universe is accounting. The sun in the center of the smart apartment platform is that infrastructure and connectivity, the backbone, the thing that turns hardware into software, that's what we do. Got it. So, I mean, I look at my single family home up here in Bend, Oregon. We're in the process of moving the family to Northern Utah right now. And, you know, we've got nests throughout the house. We've got Google homes, but I know smart apartments is much bigger than that. So I'm curious, can you just kind of walk me through, I mean, a, a smart apartment, what what are you monitoring? What are you measuring? We'll probably riff for quite a bit here, but this category to me is pretty new personally. And so I'd love to tell that story just of the category at scale. Yeah, it, it's an interesting story um, to tell because it's it's complex. It exists in multiple planes, and so I think it's to make it tangible. Let's start with like what what are the devices now? Duello is an open smart apartment platform. We integrate with a wide range of third party devices, everything from Nest uh, to GE light switches, so on and so forth. I mean, hundred plus devices are, are compatible with our platform. We've built a proprietary connectivity backbone that works at a unit, unit economic spaces and technologically in retrofits, which is kind of a key thing here. This this isn't just you need to layer in a Wi-Fi network across the whole community. That only really works in some new construction and some types of uh, buildings. We, we've come up with something that works across all buildings, including retrofits. And that's connecting all these various devices. Think lock, thermostat, light switches, outlets, sensors of various kinds, you know, leak detectors, for example, both in the unit and throughout the property, which is what makes this a little more complicated than your standard smart home, right? A smart home might have 10 devices. <laughs> An apartment community of 300 units is going to have thousands of devices, and they're going to be both commercial-grade devices, right, for perimeter access or certain other control points, and consumer-grade devices, and they all need to connect and then be unified in a platform. That's what we do. So all those devices go through our connectivity up to the cloud, and then we're spitting that out to a variety of API points, variety of software solutions to create a range of value across multiple stakeholders, right? So we have our own software solutions for a variety of critical tasks, and then we integrate with partners to help our owners, our customers, or even the residents, right, get the most value out of the system. So we integrate with things like Property management software, Yardy, RealPage, et cetera. We integrate with consumer-grade technology like Google Homes and Amazon Alexas so that residents can get the most out of this. But at the end of the day, there's a series of value propositions that are supported by all this infrastructure. We started with smart home for apartments, right? That was actually the origin story for Duello and for a lot of companies that have entered the space because it's a pretty good ROI. 
owners are seeing 25, 30, 35, sometimes more dollars per unit per month in incremental rent from having this as a cool feature for the apartment, just like a balcony or a granite countertop or whatever. So pretty good ROI just on the basis of that. Over time, we started to have a lot of operational tools. And we now have different modules you can pick from. Utility management is the thing that we do. We did a, a, an analysis with Conservice that found $38 per unit per month can be saved in vacant units by just getting those long tails, the ones that are the painter went in, he turned the AC on, he opened the windows and then he left and nobody went for four days and you end up with a $200 electric bill. We can control those sorts of things and sense those sorts of things with our technology and save people pretty good amounts of money in, in vacant units. Leak detection. The average community has four leaks per year that are $12,000 on average, which is kind of staggering. The reality is the that shape is. of the curve is you get a few that are small, okay, whatever. And then you get one that's like a $200,000 bill. Like that's kind of what happens. And so that leak detection can help people save boatloads of money as well. We're of course managing access. We're saving hundreds of man hours per year by eliminating the need to handle and trade around keys, not to mention the risk reduction associated with that and the, the risk reduction associated with logging access. And the newest thing that we've done is uh, self-touring, which became really popular, obviously, through COVID. It was a necessity. People were doing it kind of on a bootleg basis. I'm not talking about virtual touring, right, which is video camera or whatever, yeah. which a lot of folks are doing. And it has its place. But people usually want to touch and feel this, see this place in person that they're going to be living in, right? And so self-touring allows a contactless experience where they can go on the website, sign up. We manage the access. We manage the ID verification all the way through get them in the property. There's a walk path. We're controlling all the doors, right? So we can show them the gym and these sorts of things. And we've actually seen that those units are closing 20% faster, which is really exciting. You can actually use fewer staff to support more leases by having self-touring. So that's kind of a whirlwind tour through the infrastructure, uh, the sort of software ecosystem, and the value propositions that both of those things support from a smart apartment platform perspective. Well, and I'd love to riff on that for a moment because, I mean, there's a massive blend of hardware. There's a really, it sounds like, kind of emerging opportunity on, on the software side now that you've got the the respective communities leveraging your hardware at scale. But I'm curious, like I've spent the, the bulk of the last six years focusing on conventional multifamily, a little bit in student. I haven't spent any time in single family or commercial, but hearing you talk about this, it feels like the opportunity would be really broad in terms of the application in real estate. But are you guys focused on a specific area or seeing a specific segment of the market being at the higher end of the appetite side of things in terms of where this fits? Or is this a massive real estate opportunity at, at large? Yeah, I think it is a massive real estate opportunity. And there are obviously a few vendors who are being capitalized and pursuing those opportunities broadly, internationally, cross-sector, and so on. And I, I think that's like a fine play. Duello is laser-focused on professionally managed market-rate apartments, which is a big enough opportunity to make us a unicorn many times over, right? So there's, no, there's so much greenfield here. It's really kind of astounding. The opportunity is immense. And even within that segment, we like to position ourselves, or we, we just have, I should say, it was almost by, by happenstance because of our origin story, starting in Utah, secondary market, me, David, and Eric driving around, doing installs and in garden-style apartments, just kind of what was in front of us, right? Through that, we've come to get really good at retrofits, which not everybody is good at. They're very complicated. New construction is probably the area with the fiercest competition. 
because it's the easiest, right? There's the there's a good chunk of units going up, uh, but it's only about 300,000, 350,000 a year, right? Over the last five years on average, the, the retrofit space is 45 million apartments. So it's just absolutely massive. Uh, and oftentimes the retrofit opportunity from an ROI perspective is higher, right? Like you can be part of a facelift, a facelift of a community to make it feel more modern. The leak detection opportunity, the utility savings opportunity is bigger because the baseline is worse. Those sorts of things. Another specialty of ours that I'll just add uh, is mid-market owners. So 1,000 to 20,000 unit owners. Now we obviously have a number of customers who are large and they love us, but the thing that sets us apart and makes us a great fit for those mid-market owners is their quality of service. Specifically the sort of scoping, design, education, implementation. We talked the whole earlier part of this process there, podcast about the hardware and all this, it, it sounds complicated, right? Well, somebody has to get that in the walls, make sure that it works, has to pick the stuff out. And owners, if they got a 10,000 unit portfolio, they're managing a lot of money, they're managing a lot of units, but they oftentimes don't have a huge staff. They oftentimes don't have, NMHC did a really great study that said those 75% of those below 25,000 units have no dedicated staff for the connected building or associated infrastructure. Whereas 75% of those over 25,000 units have those people. It was a really fascinating study. And, and, and in some sense, we act as a managed services provider, as sort of a, an outsourced CTO, if you will, on all matters, relate, all matters relating to the connected building. And so to come back to your question, which is like, are, how broad are we? Th- the opportunity is very broad. Our focus, though, is relatively narrow within that, but it's still a huge arena, and we think we can be a great help to those people who own those units to get themselves into the kind of 21st century connected building mode. It makes a ton of sense to me, and I, I think, I mean, I personally, I love the idea of specializing and being focused. I think that helps, especially in the that stage of growth, but I'm curious, like talking about how for that mid-market segment, you can actually be a kind of that hybrid CTO role or, or partner to customers. I come from the sales and marketing side of the industry, lots of connections that are, you know, VPs of marketing, directors of marketing and leasing operations. This feels like it has an opportunity to like really impact the organization holistically. I mean, yep. you're, you're talking about uh, technology that's going to save money, impacts, you know, dollars and, and NOI is a direct line you can connect there, but also... I can safely assume that we're talking about amenities that can, you know, lead to increased mm-hmm. charge per unit or technologies that can play a role in truly speeding up the sales cycle. And I think leasing velocity is a big opportunity for many of the the, the folks in the industry. But are you seeing kind of this is a super long question, but are, are you seeing specific areas of the organization that are really seeing the benefit of, of adopting smart home technology outside of the technology benefits? Like is the operations team having a field day or marketing? Like, tell me a little bit about what the organization at large sees. Yeah, it's really fascinating because all of those groups, all the different pieces of an organization stand to benefit. And like with any complex enterprise sale, there, you need a champion, right? And, and oftentimes, even if it is the asset manager or the regional manager of assets or, or even the head of the organization who's sort of spearheading this, they probably have one or two things in mind. They have a problem they're trying to solve. It might be a marketing person who sees their asset leasing velocity going down because a community with Dwello just came up up the street. That happened a lot. I mean, in the early days when we were focused entirely on Utah, 
we just kind of carpet bombed the whole both valleys and suddenly people were calling because the three communities down the street had Duelo and they really needed to keep up. Uh, so that, that was their problem at the time. It might be that they've had a spate of security issues or they lost a bunch of keys and they just, this is it. And we need to get to the forefront of access control or, or they had a $250,000 leak bill. And they're like, that's the last time we're ever going to have that. And so we kind of meet them where they're at when we start that, that journey, that educational journey for them. And we've increasingly kind of modularized the product to help them get the, get the value they see. But the reality of this kind of investment is that the ROI gets better the more you do because you have to make a down payment in the form of infrastructure. Now you, now you can scope down, scope up that core infrastructure, but the broader you go, you're going to go from, oh, I spent 500 bucks to get one value proposition to I spent 750 bucks to get three value propositions to I spent $1,000 to get 20 value propositions or whatever the number is. And so the ROI just gets better and better. And usually, especially as you as we deal with people who, as is the case mostly in multifamily, they're fairly financially inclined. Like ultimately they're investors just as much as they're operators. They see that picture. And so we're, we work, this is kind of it flows with that mid-market focus, that sort of hands-on focus. We, we, we view ourselves as educators and we're not trying to push anything. We make a big deal out of, hey, we only invest in things that are going to bring you NOI. But once you put those facts out, people start to go from the one problem to the several opportunities. And, and their aperture and mindset broadens and, and you get to you get to touch multiple parts of the organization. That's cool. Thanks for explaining that. I'm curious, like you mentioned earlier, the unicorn opportunity. And I think as a technology enthusiast, it's used to kind of feel like the billion dollar valuations were only coming outside of this industry and kind of the larger, more traditional enterprise. But we've seen massive amounts of capital entering multifamily. Last year was over 7 billion of new capital that entered from a pure technology investment just into prop tech. I want to say this year alone, we've seen apartment list raise a series D or E at over a 600 million valuation. We just saw rent path last week, sell to Redfin for about 608 million. When you think about the future of smart home apartments, and maybe this is Duello, or maybe this is the category at scale, where do you see the, the future of this going? Is it getting wider in terms of the offering? Is it keeping to tell the story to keep gaining adoption in the market? Is it going international or is it all of that? I'm really curious what the future looks like for this category. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it, it is a multi-pronged answer. It is the case that, you know, what that's like 99% of the communities out there still do not have a true smart apartment platform. They, they might have one piece, they might have a smart lock or electronic access control system. They might have smart thermostats, but they're not on an enterprise platform. So there is a huge amount of sales and marketing spend that it, it, it would be worth um, pursuing and we're pursuing and others are pursuing. On top of that though, so not only can we go deeper, we, we can go broader. I, I think we're just starting to scratch the surface of what's possible. I, I think, hey, caught a sense in, in your voice earlier when I was describing our, our system, you saw opportunities about how maybe you could enable rent dynamics or some, you know, if you, if you had those capabilities, like what you would do with it. And I think that's true. And our customers get the same way. They are asking us for more and more value propositions 
data insights sort of product, package management, even so much as wanting us to run their internet, which is obviously highly synergistic. You know, bulk internet is a really attractive um, model for a lot of communities and can, can generate positive economics at the same time it actually makes the resident experience better. So we, we see opportunities to three to four X our revenue per unit while creating more value for our customers over the next few years. And so that's a big focus for us because I think it, it plays into the notion I mentioned earlier of that the more you do on the platform, the higher the ROI, the investment is. Um, so it's a competitive necessity. It's a strategic point for us, but also, you know, our customers are demanding it. it. It comes down to wanting to create more and more value out of that same infrastructure. And that fundamental kind of flywheel effect is a really exciting feature of the business and of the industry. And so, so yes, I think we're going to go deeper into to multifamily. There's a ton of room to run. I, I think we're going to add more products, leverage that technology in a variety of new ways. And then third, yes, there, there are opportunities to go into like adjacent verticals and international expansion and so on and so forth. But I feel like there's virtue and, and focus, is, I think. <laughs> totally. I couldn't agree more. Well, in terms of like other topics, conversations, aspects that matter to you personally, to our customers or the market when it comes to this category, is there anything else we should we should make it a point to hit on today when it comes to smart apartments or uh, the opportunity that's ahead of both of us in the space or things that folks should be thinking about. I, I want to make sure we tell the story uh, proper. Yeah, no, I think we've done a good job of, of covering a lot of ground here. I know the one thing I'll just emphasize and I, and I, it is this is complicated infrastructure, right? There's a reason, you know, we, back in the day when it was still early and we had to sell people on the idea that you needed a platform, people were going out there and buying 200 nests and putting into their 200 unit apartment. And then they had 200 passwords and 200 headaches. It was a really big problem. Privacy, security, things didn't work, couldn't get it connected. Residents were frustrated. There was no operational benefit, so on and so forth. We've moved past that. But but even, it, even today, if you think of this as if it's a, proper, a property management software implementation, you're not recognizing the complexity. And that's and that's why I think it's important to go with a partner like Dwello who sees this as a full service, full service gig. It's not enough to buy the gear and like hook it up and like cross your fingers and hope. Like you need somebody who's gonna do it the right way that understands the complexities of existing asset, who knows what's going to create value for you and what's going to be a waste of money. And who knows the pitfalls of trying to integrate it in a certain way or so on and so forth. And that's really, I think, are a, a, a critical differentiation for us and why we are so popular first off in that mid-market like I talked about, but also with managers, <laughs> because a lot of times an owner will buy this thing, get some vendor, the vendor throws it over the fence and other managers are left to deal with it. We have the exact opposite mentality. We have direct, you know, dedicated community success managers. And I think there are others who do that who are this isn't just a, a, a well-only show, but I think it's just critical for owners who are thinking about doing this to recognize that they're taking something on. It's expensive. It has a ton of upside. It has a lot of ROI and NOI associated with it, but but it, it, it takes some, some work and you need the right partner to make sure that that project is successful. Well, and I, I think to dovetail there, Mike, I mean, I, I'm a nerd when it comes to just reading technology literature. I read a lot of Forrester and you know, I think one of the the big things that always stands out to me is the amount of money that business leaders spend on new hardware and new software for their businesses, but how how little it actually gets adopted. And I think that's that's a big opportunity, I think, ahead of our industry in general is there is so much rich opportunity now. It's a matter of purchasing, but 
actually following through and adopting. And that might mean hiring a team to own it or having the right partner who can take that on and be an extension of the team. You said you guys can play that role of being the extended CTO. But I think I have to assume to a degree without pitching Dwello that when someone takes the step of, of investing into a smart home and investing a really robust you know, hardware infrastructure, they're kind of forced themselves to go down a path of, of adoption. So I have to assume there's yeah. a component there of like, we're doing this thing. So I have yeah, to. No, it's in it. And that's the other side of it. It's mission critical hardware once you put it in, right? You're, you're replacing your key track and all this other stuff. The managers need to use it, they need to embrace it. And in the extent to which you can like make good decisions that make that easier for them. And not just from a partner perspective, but like the right technology is really going to speed that and make managers' lives easier, not harder. And I think that's a critical point to bring up because you're, you can only create value if you're doing something really important. And I think smart partner platforms create a lot of value because they're tackling thorny, challenging issues. Look at fundamentally, what are we doing? It's owners are spending 300 some billion dollars a year operating apartments because it's hard to do. And property management software makes it that much easier. That's why the market opportunity in property management software is $16 billion a year, according to RealPage. We think the opportunity for smart apartment platforms is just as big, if not bigger, uh, because we're solving the same kinds of problems, hard problems. And I think we can do it better because we control what's going on in the physical space. We gather data about what's happening in the physical space, not just IT. IT has its place. It's thrived and made apartment management, all that much easier. Smart, smart apartment platform is just kind of the next generation of that. Like imagine trying to rip out uh, or run a building without Rent Dynamics partner or without a real page or whatever the system of record is. It'd be really, really hard to go back to those days of, of pencil and paper. And I think when people look back in 10 years at how they were operating apartments without electronic access control, without connected thermostats and light switches and all this sort of stuff, they're gonna think, wow, that was, that was a lot harder Thanks for thank thank God for my smart apartment platform. <laughs> totally, I completely agree. Well, hey, shifting gears away from work, I'm curious: have, is there a, a Netflix show or something that's kind of caught your attention personally? I'm sure free time isn't something you have a ton of, but have you spent any free time uh, binging or, or catching anything fun on the entertainment side of things? I did not anticipate this question. But, um, that's my curveball. Yeah, curveball. Actually, yeah, my, my wife and I have been watching the Snowpiercer TV series. Snowpiercer is a movie originally. It's a pretty good one about this, like, I guess it's a dystopian future where the folks tried to geoengineer around climate change and accidentally made the earth, like, really, really cold. And so everybody died except these people who got on this train that runs in one giant loop around the earth. And so it's a really interesting examination of, like, class structure Wow. Classes on the train and who's in charge and all this kind of stuff. And the TV show just kind of goes a notch further. I I, uh, find the acting to be not as good as the movie, but it's fun and it's 10 episodes. That's that's nothing these days. (laughs) That's cool. Well, I I know Duello is on the fast path of growth. I'm curious, are there any specific roles that you guys are looking to fill right now? Uh, Listeners are going to be a combination of, you know, customers of ours, potential customers, but there's definitely going to be uh, lots of super smart vendor friends that are listening in. I'm, I'm curious to put you on the spot one last time. Are there, are there any roles or opportunities in the business that you want to talk about before we close? Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, I think given the audience is uh, sales people. So we're, we're looking for experienced account executives 
who have, you know, multifamily exposure is there's something special about having been in this industry for a little while. So we have like unlimited openings on that regard, sure. uh, hard to find. Um, oh, looking for VP people operations. So if you know somebody who's smart, who believes people operations is a, is a strategic, a strategic function in a growing business and has some experience at startups, we'd, we'd love to meet them. There's also, I don't know, a bunch of other 10 other open roles on our careers page. So dwello.com slash careers, if you're interested. Go time. I love it. Well, hey, Mike, if anyone wants to get in touch with you further after today's episode, do you have a, a easy way for someone to get in touch? Uh, yeah. So if you're sort of a customer interested in learning about Dwello, come on to the website. There's a button in the upper right. There's a little form that pops up. We'll get back to you real quick. If you want to hit me up, you can find me on LinkedIn and, and uh, would love to connect. Okay. Awesome. Well, you mentioned that RealPage sees a $16 billion annual opportunity when it comes to the property management sector. And hearing that just makes me think that that same opportunity sits right in front of you. So I just want to wish you and the rest of the team nothing but success, Mike. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks to you, Mike. And congrats on your the new podcast and, and being a Rent Dynamics. I know you guys got a lot of growth ahead of you as well. I love, love the product and I've always enjoyed working with your team. So, so keep it up. All right. Thanks for joining. All right. Bye-bye.